Hey everybody, and welcome to uh, what is this going to be? What do we call this? Like <laughs> rebuild. Great start so one. far. <laughs> uh, you guys may have known us from our uh, previous podcast, which is called "You Cannot Rewatch." It was a uh, rewatch podcast of the entire uh, Evangelion series and the movie End of Evangelion. Uh, we just kind of you know rewatched it all, discussed it all. If you heard it, you know what the deal is. Just in case you didn't, now you know. And uh, we always talked about with that doing the rebuild movies, so we're finally getting around to that. And we just watched uh, 1.0 or 1.11, whatever the fuck you want to call it. You are not alone. We just rewatched it. Um, so uh, we're going to talk about it now. If you rewatched it too, then you're probably in the best place to hear this. If you haven't seen it in a while, probably doesn't hurt to rewatch it yourself unless you are just super familiar with all the little details of it um that way you know we don't talk about anything that you have no idea what the fuck we're talking about uh real quick it has been a while since we've done one of these yep uh i don't remember when we did our the last one we did was the end of evangelion analysis i don't remember when that was it's been a few months at least uh we talked about before we kind of wanted to take a little break um and we did we've been very busy we just moved to austin uh, now we're officially able to record these podcasts together instead of having to record from like three hours apart. Which is kind of weird. It's, it is weird. It was weird watching it because like I didn't want to say anything to you. Yeah, exactly. It was weird like yeah. sitting next to you because I was like, there was a couple times where I almost said something. Me and I was too. Like, oh no, I yep, got to shut up. I got to save it. Um, uh, also, should we like reintroduce ourselves? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> my name is David. I'm Dylan. And we're the Wet Rats. Uh, we do a dumb YouTube channel. Uh, I think most of the people that listen to our Evangelion stuff just stick to that, which is totally cool. We do do other videos as well. If you do want to check those out, they're just dumb comedy videos, so feel free to check them out if you want. Um, this podcast is available on iTunes. Uh, again, this is technically, like, not part of the You Cannot Rewatch, quote-unquote. Yeah. But... Kind of going to be the same thing? Yeah, I mean, it's way. pretty much the same thing. It might, it might even end up being called kind of the same thing when we put it up. I mean, honestly, the title of the podcast was You Cannot Rewatch. That's actually more relevant to the rebuilds anyways. True. So I guess we probably will just stick with that title. Might as well. Um, it makes the most sense. So, uh, but yeah, this podcast is available on iTunes if you want to check it out there. If you don't want to deal with our other YouTube shit. Or if you want to subscribe on YouTube, you can follow it there. Uh, we will be doing the other rebuilds, of course. Right. Um, obviously, just two and three are out now. Well, three is not really three's out where out. we nope. are. <laughs> but it's been released uh, yeah. in various capacities before. Uh, just not the official English dub here. Um, unless you count when it went to theaters for yeah. some reason. But So we'll watch camera episodes of the English dub. That, that'll, that's what we'll do. Um, Where do they have this? I'm sure they probably do. I'm sure somebody did it. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so uh, we're going to probably do those a little bit more spread out. It doesn't. We used to do the podcast every week when we were doing the series. But uh, since we're doing the rebuilds now, I think it makes more sense to spread these out a little bit, especially while we're still waiting for the official Blu-ray release of 3, and hopefully waiting for a, uh, a uh, air date or uh, premiere date for 4. So um, maybe everything will work out, and by the time we're ready to watch 3, 3 will be out on Blu-ray. That'd be nice. I thought by the time we got to this one, 3 would be out oh, on I Blu-ray. Oh, I did too. While we were watching that, I decided to check my pre-order history, just oh, yeah? seeing updates, yeah. I've been at pre-order for like two years now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also couldn't change my address, so that's gonna kind of suck. Oh yeah, that might be a problem. Yeah, I'm gonna do it's that. weird because the release has gone from like a joke to really being not funny. It's just like get your shit together to where it's kind of like a joke again. Yep. Like it just keeps going back and forth. Now we're gonna get to a point where it's just fucking pathetic again. So yep. 
Uh, but anyways, um, we'll talk about the movie in a minute, just real quick. I was just trying to, I know it's been a while, so I was trying to kind of catch everybody up. Um, if you had followed us before, we had talked uh, about doing like a, a recap of the series. Uh, you might have noticed we didn't do that. Uh, there are several reasons behind oh, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, we were going to do that. We, we talked about it a lot towards the end of uh, our previous podcast. Uh, it just ended up not coming together the way we wanted it to. There was still possibly some ways we could have done it, but we weren't really liking those ways, so we just decided, fuck it. Um, and uh, we were going to do another thing called Eva Analysis, or Ava Analysis, or whatever you want to call it, where we just did little videos. We didn't do that either. Look at that. <laughs> really on top of it. Uh, yeah, kind of, I mean, we did, I don't know if we ever said we, 100% we were going to do those. I think no. we said, you know, that we were definitely going to try. But uh, they just, it's a lot of work to put into a project that, uh, though we do love Evangelion, we're very passionate about it. To watch it and record a quick podcast is not that much of a hassle. To edit a ton of video footage down into a capacity, write a script for the analysis part of it, and then release it. That would have been a lot of work, and we'd rather put that work into our own video projects because we like to put work into projects that get zero views. So mm -hmm. that's uh, that's kind of our thing. So um, yeah, that didn't happen either. So maybe hey, if somebody else wants to do that, if you got if anybody else is a talented video editor, go for it. We'd love to to watch them and see what other people could do with that. Uh, there's a free idea for you. <laughs> um, anything else we need to cover before we get into the movie? Nah, so we just dive into it. All right, so. Uh, Evangelion uh, 1.11 or whatever, You Are Not Alone. It's a movie. Yep. Uh, Thanks for watching, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next time with our analysis of 2.0. <laughs> uh, so anyways, uh, this one, I don't know how much we'll have to say about it. There's definitely some stuff, I, a, a couple small things I picked yeah. up on this time around. But honestly, this is a, a remake of the first six episodes of the show. Yep. Pretty much... 100%. Um, from, you know, Shinji getting to Nerve, learning the to pilot. I mean, there's, you know, shot... It's it's basically a shot-for-shot shot remake of the major scenes in those yep. episodes. Um, we see episode three, when Shinji fights the big dick uh, uh, angel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, we learn about him meeting Toji and Kinsuke. Yep. Um, then we see, you know, the episode four, I believe, is the anime one where... Or the, the series one where... This is still an anime... Uh, it's the one in the series where he goes to Ray's apartment and grabs her boobs and all that. Right. I think that's episode four. And then episode five and six is a two-parter where they fight the final angel in this movie. A quantum ray in the beginning of this one too, right? Yeah, we still see a quantum ray at the beginning, uh, which I'll talk about in a minute. But so yeah, pretty much, I mean, if you've seen the show, there's not a lot of new material here. Mm -mm. So I'm not entirely sure how much we'll have to say about it. I think once we get to two... Though 2 does have some similarities, 2 has a lot more differences. Yes. And then I don't even know how long the one for 3 will be. Yeah. We could talk about that for fucking True. days. So. There's so much about that one. Yeah. But uh, if this one's a little short, don't worry. We'll probably make up for it in the next couple. Um, anyways, so one interesting thing, very first opening shot is of the ocean, uh, the tide coming in and out which I believe is the opening shot of the series as well. I think so, um, yeah. But yeah. in the series, the ocean is blue yep. at this part. Uh, obviously, in the end of Evangelion, the seas are turned red. Yep. And in this movie, they are red right at the beginning. Yeah, they're right, and every time you see them, they're just continually red, which is definitely different than... Yeah, which is part of people's evidence for the time loop theory, uh, which I guess, if, in case you aren't familiar with the time loop theory, uh, it is basically the idea, to, I don't know, by the way, we're going to be spoiling stuff. If you haven't seen this movie, obviously this is a rewatch, so we're spoiling stuff. 
We're going to probably talk about things that happen in 2 and 3 as well. And we're definitely going to be talking about things that happen in the show. So for some reason, this is the only movie you've seen out of anything Evangelion. Uh, we're going to spoil, like, fucking everything. So just so you know, just so we're clear on that. Uh, we may even talk about some stuff that happens in the manga at some points. I, I don't know. Um, but we'll try to, if we do, I'll try to give a little more heads up for that. Anyways, uh, so the time loop theory is basically just the idea that this keeps happening over and over and over. This whole series, um, you know, the whole third impact, uh, Shinji becoming a pilot, uh, you know, everything. The entire events of the series, uh, albeit with slightly different changes each time, so that the iterations are kind of becoming more and more different, but they're continuing to happen. We're still going through the same cycle again and again and again. That's basically the time loop theory in a quick nutshell. Um, so, for example, if in the original Ev- Evangelion, if that was the first iteration of this, then the seas turning red would be consistent with their red now. However, and I don't know if you should quote me on this because I don't remember for sure, but I believe in 2.0, when they go to the like uh, uh, aquarium mm-hmm. thing, the science center... I believe Kaji says that before Second Impact, the seas were blue. Blue. I do think he said that. Okay. Yeah. So that... Because I, I, I know a lot of people bring this point up when the, when they talk about the time loop theory, the, the seas being red. But I actually think that doesn't hold up with that theory. Yeah. I think there's a lot of other things that hold up really well with the time loop theory mm. that we'll get into in a minute. But that one in particular, I think, is kind of debunked. Uh, anyways, so... Also, uh, in one of the establishing shots, there is a chalk outline of a body, which I'm guessing is an Evangelion. I guess it could be an angel, but it's just kind of a, a weird Where thing. It's, it's in one of the opening shots. It's just oh. like on the ground, you see a giant like kind of chalk outline. Yeah, I guess body. I like that. Uh, I don't really know what that's supposed to be. I, I'm pretty positive that was not in the original series. So maybe it was like from when they were testing Unit Zero at some point. Yeah. Or, I mean, another thing is... They mentioned that this is the fourth angel. Um, yes. Oh, they do? Yes. Okay. They I, mentioned that a couple times. The, I totally wrote that down wrong. I wrote fifth. <laughs> oh, nice. This, this movie has the fourth, fifth, and sixth angels. Uh, this first angel that we see in the original series was the third angel, the first two being Adam and Lilith, okay. respectively. But now we have a mystery angel in there somewhere. Yep. Um, which I don't know if that's meant to be Karu. Um, it's been a while since I've seen three. So I'm yeah, because in the series, I mean, they're stated that he's the first one. He was he like also the, becomes well. He, I mean, Adam was before him, I believe, but he was like, yeah, he uh, was yeah. made back then, around the time Second Impact happened. Well, because uh, I guess going into three, doesn't he state in the third one that he's, he's he says something about like I guess he says something like how would I know that I would be cast down to the last so angel or something like that? that? Yeah. So I would guess they're talking about him, but if anybody else has any insight on that, let us know. On, yeah. See, there was. Yeah. Uh, sorry, we we got the movie on right now, so Dylan was trying to find the like chalk outline thing I was talking about. Yeah, uh, we're looking at it right now. Um, I'll try to put a link to the screenshot uh, if I can find one in there. But it's right in the opening of the movie. I'm sure people, uh, if you watch it, you'll you'll find it. It's real interesting. Um, it, it's it looks like a cross till you get to the, like the legs. Oh yeah, it does kind of look like a cross, I guess. But it, it's definitely like humanoid. Yeah, because it splits into the legs. Right. Although it looks like there's no separation of neck and head, which is interesting. true. That is interesting. But anyways, uh, let's stop talking about an image that the audience can't see. Let's <laughs> um, <laughs> put it up there. Yeah. Well, I'll put a link to it. I'll, oh, I'll try. True. I'll try to remember. But you know, you guys can probably look it up if you need to. Um, there is a quantum ray sighting, or whatever you want to call them, bookend rays, or whatever the fuck. The random appearances of rays uh, throughout the series, 
We're just going to refer to them as quantum rays. That's the term I've heard. That's the term I like. Uh, there is one at the beginning of this uh, in the same spot as it was in the original series. Uh, the thing that's worth noting about that is just because we don't really know how this series ends yet, we don't know if it's going to end with a gigantic godlike Ray Lilith thing mixed with Adam coming into the sky and becoming omnipotent and appearing throughout time and space. Whatever that was. Uh, we're not sure if that's what's really going to happen. Like, It's true. Based on what happened in 3, it doesn't seem like they're heading to that same kind no, of ending. it seems very different. Uh, 3 is kind of really where everything starts... Definitely, diverging, yeah. yeah. Uh, you start to see it in 2 a lot, but it's really in 3 where it's like, holy shit, what is this anyway? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know if this is meant to be a quantum ray from this uh, scenario of the third impact, or this this iteration of the time loop or whatever, or if it's meant to be from the end of Evangelion, and it's just still appearing. Or, I mean, you know, the time loop theory isn't proven or anything, so it could no, be something it, completely different. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not sure if that ray is meant to be from this series in particular or the original. Um, there is a small note. I don't remember this in the original series as well, but when the the fourth angel is first attacking, there there's a part where we see a halo above it. I don't remember that happening in the original series. Um, yeah. Um, I don't either, but also, it's been so long since we watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not 100% sure either. Yeah. So, we're gonna... If you've never watched this before, or if you have watched this before, we fuck up and we don't know what we're talking about, like, half the time. Yep. So, standard. you know, if you're pulling your hair out, A, I'm sorry, and B, that's par for the course, so just get used to that. Yep. Um, there are less angels in the Rebuild series. In this movie, they say... Uh, when the sixth one is attacking, Gendo says there's eight more. And I believe he means, because we've beat five, and counting the six, there's eight more, meaning okay. there's 13. He could also mean that not counting this one, like there's eight past this one, which would mean there's 14. But I'm pretty sure I remember reading that there was 13 in the series. I believe there were 17 uh, in the original. So there is a few less, which makes sense. You know, it's only four movies. It's not a whole yeah. series. And some of those ones in the movie, or the series, the series don't really yeah. need. We, I mean... I don't need to see a scene in one of these movies where they're fighting the computer virus angel. Or jumping into lava and fighting. That's yeah. That doesn't really but at least that would be a vi- visually cool. That's true. Fighting a computer virus thing is like, there's no visual cool about that. That's something I want to talk about real quick. Uh, obviously, it goes without saying, these movies look fucking amazing. Yeah, they look really good. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan of the original series. Uh, I really love it. We've talked about that a lot on our old show. Um, but it looks super dated. Uh, yeah. Some of the animation stuff is still really cool, and some of the the directing of the shots is still really cool in the original series. But just the the look of it is yeah. real, like it is. It definitely real. has that early anime kind of look to it. Yeah, um, these movies look really sharp. All the animation is smooth. The shots have been even improved. I mean, just the shot we're looking at right now still of this yep. angel in the chalk outline, like. One, one thing that's really good about these movies is the color work is yeah. outstanding. Like, everything really pops and is composited well together. Yep. Um, there's a lot of great contrast in this. So, they did an excellent job with these. Um, I feel like so that yeah. probably could be an angel, too. It could be. We're still talking about the chalk outline. Because yeah, there's all the red around it. It's hard to tell. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, yeah, I'm just not... And I know in the series sure. they did a chalk outline for the penis one. Oh, did Pretty they? Pretty sure they did, yeah. Okay, interesting. So maybe it's possible. Um, I don't know. Uh, what else? So when Shinji first gets into Unit 1, I wanted to say uh, one thing that I do like about these movies too is 
I feel like I really understand some of the technology more. Yeah. Like, now I can understand when they're in the Evangelion how they're able to look. Because we see, like, the whole cockpit area, like, is, like, video screens that show them the outside yeah. in a full, like, 360-degree uh, angle. Which, in the original series, I never quite understood where a uh, plug was in the Evangelion and how they were, how their vision worked. And I'm guessing that was just because they didn't have the budget to show us, like, all these, like, fancy high-tech sure, screens yeah, that showed the outside. Uh, but I, that's one thing I like about these is I really feel like I really understand kind of more what's happening technologically. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe some people don't give a shit about that, but I, I enjoy that I'm able to figure yeah, out yeah, what the fuck really is happening. Cool. Um, so after the fight with the first uh, angel, which happens pretty much... Or not, by The first angel in the movie, not the first angel, obviously. Uh, the fourth angel. After that fight, which happens pretty much exactly like it happened in the anime, uh, so there's not really much enough there, uh, we do see Shinji have a, like, train uh, sequence, internal mind sequence or whatever. It's just a brief one, but we hear Gendo and Yui talking uh, about if they were going to have a son, they'd name it Shinji, and if it's going to be a girl, they're going to name it Rei, uh, which is interesting. Uh, I, I believe at some point in the original series, Shinji also hears that conversation. Yeah. But I think it's much, much later in the show. It's definitely yeah. not like the definitely first Definitely something's happened much quicker in here than yeah. in the series. Um, sure. But that's just interesting because obviously, you know, Shinji's probably able to hear his voice and tap into that memory because, spoilers, guys, his mom's inside the robot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it seems like maybe they're already more synchronized if he's already able to tap into that memory. Yeah. Um, or may, I don't know. Maybe he just heard that in the hospital bed. I, I don't know. It's hard to hard or to maybe tell. it's just on his cassette tapes. Maybe. I know that. Um, so uh, then, uh, during that same sequence, we do hear Ray's voice heard for a minute, which is interesting. Ray had supposedly, I, I believe, she had probably been tested in Unit One at some point because they have like a thing to, uh, you know, uh, they can plug her into Unit One. So I'm sure yeah. at some point she's been inside of it. So maybe her memories are inside of it too. And we do see like a quick like freaky image of her. Um, which is interesting. Uh, we see Gendo meeting with Sele. Um, we talked in the original series about how we liked the monoliths of Sele, the audio yes. only, much more than seeing the actual people. people it's and these movies do that 100%. We don't ever see the actual people, Yep. Uh, which stylistically I really like, but also it's interesting because I kind of get the impression that Sele, and I think, if I remember right, 3 kind of reinforces this quite a bit, that these aren't guy, these aren't people anymore. Right, like these are, yeah, because they have like their brains or whatever yeah. attached to the back. Like, so it's like... I don't know if they're meant to be human minds preserved or if those are artificial brains, like an AI. Yeah, uh, not entirely sure on that, but that that's interesting that it doesn't seem that these are what you would call people anymore. Right, maybe they once were, but uh, so that, that's pretty interesting. Um, what else? Uh, if you have any other notes to throw in here while we're going through the movie, uh, let me know too. Okay. Um, we got some sponsorship in this movie. Oh yeah, Doritos, Doritos and Pizza Hut. Oh, and uh, the beer is actually a real beer. Oh, that is a real. Beer. I was yeah, wondering yeah. that. Okay, yeah. so you know, that's weird. Yeah, it's real weird. Uh, I'm not really sponsorship doesn't bother me horribly no. in in certain kinds of franchises. Like you know, if I'm watching a Hollywood movie and they drink a Coke or whatever, it's like, well, this movie's meant to take place in the real world. Mm-hmm. They have Coke. But, I, I mean, I guess we're just meant to believe that, like, Doritos and Pizza Hut are just 
thriving in the Evangelion world. That's true. I don't know. It doesn't seem like much is thriving. Right. Pizza Hut is and Dorita. It just really seems like in Japan that there's just like so much crazy promotion stuff for Ava. Like, hey, you know what I just realized? Uh Huh. So right now we we live in Texas now, but we're from Kansas. Uh, You guys might remember us mentioning us that mentioning that Uh, the first Pizza Hut is in Kansas. Yeah. Something that started in Kansas oh, made its shoot. way into Japanese Hell anime. yeah, dude. <laughs> That's pretty fucking cool. We've made it. <laughs> we did it. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just seems a little weird. I, it's not a big deal. It's, no. It's a small It thing. just kind of seems part of the course because if you see like, the razors from Sheik and all that stuff like that, they just have so much promotion stuff. Well, but here. that wasn't in the movies. No, but still, yeah. I'm just saying like how much it seems like... Companies are wanting right. to have that advertisement. Which is interesting that they would do it with, with this particular show. I mean, yeah. I know, especially with the Rewilds, it's, it's pretty popular. Right. But it's not the most popular anime by a long no. stretch. Like, it's, you know, it's still pretty niche. Uh, and it just doesn't seem like... I mean, it's not the most, it's not like a happy-go-lucky, feel-good anime. It no. never has been. I mean, these movies are... At least the first two are a little more idealistic maybe, than the series. Maybe but. their goal was, like, the world's to shit. But at least you can enjoy pizza and Doritos. <laughs> like there is, you can take solace in that. Don't worry, man. I'm surprised Taco Bell isn't in these movies. Oh, true. Maybe uh, Taco Bell's not big in. Maybe yeah. Taco. Well, maybe yeah. I guess Taco Bell probably wouldn't fit in well in Japan. I don't know. Um. Anyways, uh, Shinji's never heard of a penguin. Yeah, or maybe he's heard of one, but he he was certain that they didn't exist. That kind of makes sense though, because when they go to see that aquarium thing, it looks like they hadn't seen a lot. Like, of course, it's the same. Well, shit, sure, so. but like I've never seen a dinosaur, but I know that they were real. Okay, true. Like Shinji is like, I never knew these things were real. Or he says something like that. I can't. I thought these things didn't even exist. Yeah, maybe they just don't go over that stuff in school. Maybe they focus on other stuff. I guess, but Shinji, I mean, Shinji you... seems like a pretty like book smart kid. He right. seems like that's all he does is like yeah, learn yeah. his lessons and do what he's taught. He doesn't know what a fucking penguin is. Yeah. I don't know. He knows what Doritos are, but he doesn't know what penguins well, are. What is this world? It depends on how long penguins are extinct. Because I'm sure there's several animals that... I guess we, t- we don't know about dodo birds, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's maybe some that I wouldn't know. Yeah. Maybe there's some bird or some shit. But I don't know. Yeah, I feel like you would hear about penguins. Yeah. But I... I whatever. I don't know. Um... Because, I mean, most of the, most of the animals that went extinct were, happened right after Second Impact. Yeah. So... If penguins, uh, presumably, uh, maybe they died a hundred years ago because of global warming in this world or whatever, but... I feel like it'd be Second Impact because that was supposed to be up yeah. like Antarctica, right? Second Impact, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be when pretty much everything was wiped out. Most people, most animals and plants, uh, very few still remain. So, I mean, penguins at most existed like 15 years ago, probably. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is that enough time to have forgotten that they ever existed? I guess. I mean, he's a 14-year-old kid. He's probably... I don't know. I guess... Um, anyways, uh, one thing I, I really like about these movies, and this is probably a budget thing as well, is I feel like we see a lot more of Tokyo 3 and the people. Yep. Um, yep. we see Shinji actually walking around the city, and there's actually people in it. It it's actually looks Shinji like a walk- city. Like yeah, that. it's not just Shinji walking down like these, you know, shitty looking streets. Uh, and you know, I get it, the original didn't have as, as much money, but it's just cool to see, like, kind of the fully realized world mm-hmm. that they have going on here. Um, and then even, like, at the end when Shinji's like, fighting the angel like we see all the crowds like watching him like it really feels like oh he's got to save the world yeah uh the stakes definitely feel a lot higher which obviously tonally makes it a bit different because the original series wasn't really about that and that's why i think i think that's why people were i mean we could talk about 3.0 i guess a little bit more when we get to it but a lot of people were disappointed with it when it came out just because it wasn't the like idealistic 
we're out to save the world, we're all going right. to be happy at the end. And I really feel like these first two movies set that up, which I think in retrospect is brilliant because it just sets you up and then just pulls the, the entire rug out from under your feet yeah. with 3.0. Definitely. But I think that's why people didn't like it is, you know, people who maybe couldn't get into the original series or maybe never yeah. saw it um, because it was too dark or too, uh, I don't right. know. Because I feel like we talked about this before where it's like the first one is basically a recap of the series. Yeah. The second one is sort of that, but a more action-packed kind of fan service kind of more one. Yeah. And third is just kind of like totally out of left field, like something you would never kind of expect. So like, I can totally see why some people are like, uh, I'm not sure about this, but to me, I really like it because it wasn't what I was expecting. Right. I, yeah. Like, I I've seen the series. I, think, I know what happens in the series. I want like the difference. Yeah. Like, I think people that were on the right page for that were, were ready to appreciate that. But yeah, yeah, I think if you were somebody who was like, oh man, Asuka's actually being like a caring person and Ray's like opening up and Shinji's like getting all hopeful. Right. Like, you know, right. with two, cause that's what two is. It's like, yeah. oh, and Gendo is, you know, he's almost wanting to go talk to Shinji and like hang out with him. It's like, yeah. man, everybody's like having a happy ending. And then the three's like, nope. Yeah. Fuck you. Um, but yeah, we, we can get more into that later. Uh, so, we didn't really talk much. Is there much to say about the fifth angel? The the dick one? Like, it's pretty no. much exactly as it was in the series. Yeah, you it know? just serves the purpose of him becoming friends with those two students. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, there's really not... I mean, that's pretty much exactly the way it was. I don't know yeah. if there's anything in that whole sequence that no. is worth really noting that's different. Um, I want a couple things back, I guess. Okay. Um, did he say... So that's... The Ava's true form in the series. Let me see it go berserk. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Because I remember him say, like, calling attention so soon. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, hey, that's the real Ava thing. Yeah. I, I don't know if they do. I, I want to say in the series that they don't go into much detail about it. Yeah, and this and probably they, did now because we assume we kind of already know. Yeah, that's deal. true. Not much point in like presenting it as a mystery when right. it's like, right. we already get it. We fucking know. Um, anything else before we move on? Uh, nope. Okay, so the sixth angel shows up. Uh, this, I remember when I first watched this movie, this was the thing that really blew me away. Like, obviously the animation's been awesome the whole time. There's all sorts of details. Uh, but the angels, you know, pretty much the fights were exactly the same. We know how they go. The sixth angel is the first one that's, like, really kind of different. Yeah. It shows up and it looks exactly the same. It's like, oh, yeah, there's that fucking polygonal thing. And then, like, the way it transforms and moves around for its different attacks. And, like, the noise, the sound editing of it is fucking amazing. Really awesome. Uh, they they really knocked it out of the park with that. I think that fight is way cooler, uh, despite the fact that it is just a person sniping it from a distance. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not really, quote-unquote, a fight, but just visually it is much more appealing than it was in the the series. Um, So, uh, before Shinji actually does the sniper duel with it, uh, there's a part where uh, Misato takes him down into, like, the Central Dogma area, um, which I think she called, like, level... L triple E or some mm-hmm. shit. I don't know. It's Central Dogma. Um, but on the way down, they pass like all these bloody trees or something. It almost looks yeah. like like cell networks, like the inside of an organism right. or something, uh, which is interesting. I don't remember any visual quite like that in the original series. Yeah. Um, so I'm not entirely sure what that's meant to. If that's another budget thingy or yeah. just another kind of. I assume that's else. just meant to represent we're entering the the moon or whatever you want to call it. Like well, because like did the first time she showed that, do they see the Ava graveyard? Is isn't that that scene where they see that too? Um, or is that a different? That's scene? a different sequence. Okay. that's when uh, Ritsuko takes them around and right. shows them the right. stuff. Because uh, the first time, this is another thing that's different. When Misato in the original series first sees Lilith on the crucifix, she's told by Kaji that it's Adam. Yep, and. Uh, that's what she's led to believe, is that they have seen Adam. 
Um, this one, the don't do that. She yeah, this one she Lilith. knows what's up. She's yeah. like, yeah, this is Lilith. This was because Katya hasn't even been introduced yet. Right. Yeah. So that's interesting. So I'm not sure if Misato found that out herself. It's not really established if she knows that on her own or if she has kind of done some digging. Right. I'm not really sure. I the way she talks so confidently and that she just pops Shinji down there like it's no big deal. They don't sneak or anything. Yeah. I get the impression that it's just like, yeah, nerve staff can just come hang out down here. Yeah, like it's totally Have fun. a few beers, stare at this yep, thing. She totally has clearance, and I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah, uh, this is what's down here. <laughs> Everybody knows the deal. So that's that's interesting that there's a little bit more of an open book policy. Or, again, maybe not. Maybe, maybe Misato yeah, maybe broke not. the rules and took Of course, if you tell someone there. like a leader that, it makes more sense to be like, hey, don't let anybody down there because this is down there. Yeah. Kind of gives true. you more of an urgency, like, okay, we really need to make sure this doesn't happen. Yeah. Um... Um, uh, before Shinji goes into battle, he also gets a phone call from Kinsuke and Toji, uh, and Ray also says that she'll protect him and stuff, and this, you know, just the whole theme of, like, you are not alone, like, mm. this is Shinji, you know, learning that, uh, he does have friends and support, which of course is a little different from the, the original series, because he never really learned that. Yeah. Um, so this is just what I meant earlier when I said, like, these are a little more idealistic, at least yeah. the first two. Uh, these characters are really kind of, like, growing in a positive way. Um... Other than, I mean, we kind of already talked about, like, visually that fight is cool, but pretty much it's the same kind of thing. Like, you know, Shinji's got to do this. There's a little bit more of a, an epicness to it with, like, the whole, all the world staring at him and yeah. stuff. Uh, but it's, you know, pretty much the same fight. Um, then, you know, of course, the classic scene of Shinji opening up Ray's plug after the fight, and she smiles and all that. All that's pretty much the same. Uh, one big scene following all of that is Karu on the moon. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah. This is a scene that I, I uh, don't know what the fuck's happening, uh, so I guess we're going to take our best guess at it. I guess before, this is the final thing, I guess, of the movie. Do you have anything else you want to cover real quick? Or uh, pretty much, pretty no, much I have one on. more note written down, but I kind of just figured it out. My eyes looked up stuff. So. Okay, cool. Um, so, we see Karu waking up in what appears to be a sort of coffin yeah. next to a row of other coffins, which looks to be around nine uh, by my count, uh, but I mean, it's hard to tell if that's all of the ones in the shot or not. Right. Um... I don't know what this is supposed to be. This is one of those things, I think, with the time loop theory, I think it's generally we're meant to believe. Because some of these coffins look open and some of them don't. I think, you know, from what I've heard from other people, and my best guess, I would say that this is uh, more evidence of the time loop theory. And this is basically showing that um, there, like, there's a Karu or whatever in each of those each coffins. Of these, yeah. and each one is waking up as we're going through more of these iterations. And, and it kind of just makes us see, go on to think of, like, Karu probably does die every single time. Because you don't see any of the Karus representing from any other ones. Right. It's like a new one every time. So yeah. That they seems still kind of know the deal. There's also the blood streak on the moon. Yes. Which happened in End of Evangelion when Ray's neck, the giant Ray, the, the Lilith Ray, whatever you want to call it. I don't know if you want to call it Lilith or Adam. Adam's technically in there too. Yeah. Whatever you want to call that thing. Uh, when its neck splits, blood sprays onto the moon and we still see that spray there. Presumably it's the same spray. Uh, according to the time loop theory it is. Um, I, I, don't, I haven't really heard from other theories an explanation of what that would have been, but, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that's, I mean, pretty, because you always see that blessing moon throughout the whole thing. I feel like it's, yeah. if you were going to have a really good argument for the time of theory, that's one of them for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we also see some kind of, like, gigantic grave with an angel inside. Yeah. Which resembles Lilith quite yes. a bit. Um, so I don't know if this is meant to be Adam if this is meant to be a different version of Lilith. Right. Or if this is simply meant to be some kind of version of 
the Mark VI Evangelion that's what I was about to say. Yeah. flies down because I mean he's on the moon the whole time and you see and like two you see construction stuff on there and then yeah. after that then you see him have that from then the Mark comes down in the last bit right so to me it feels like does that make the Mark special is it a special kind of Ava where they're using like a, a form of Lilith or Adam or I don't know it's hard to tell because we, don't, we what, don't see or hear about the Mark 6 and 3 and we never really see per se what I guess we kind of do what the angels look like before or not the angels the Avas before you build them so yeah maybe this is what sometimes they look like because they're supposed to that's, that's true but I think that this particular one definitely resembles Lilith uh, which is interesting. Uh, yes, each, no, this one definitely Each does. angel, for sure, definitely looks way different. Um, okay, we got the scene pulled up here. Uh, what the, so when Carver wakes up, uh, one of the black monoliths of Sele, particularly Zero One, uh, comes up and talks to him, and it says, I'm not sure about this word, the, the what? The apothecary? That's how you say it. Are you sure? Yeah. Apothecary, but that's a different word. Apothecary is A P O. But isn't that what he says? The apothecary. Apo. That looks like a apocrypha, apocrypha or something like that. Apocrypha. Ap- ap- what? Now I'm getting my fucking words. <laughs> uh, apothecary is like where you buy like magic stuff, right? Oh, okay, maybe. Because I think you go to like apothecary and elder scrolls and shit, right? Um, but he says the whatever that word is. Yeah, try to find out what that word means. Of the Dead Sea Scrolls has moved on to the Book of Law. Uh, not a lot of Dead Sea Scroll talk in this movie, but of course people in the original series remember kind of what that is. So it's moved on to the Book of Law. Um, so that's interesting. Did you get the word? Uh, usually works, usually written works that are of unknown authorship or doubtful authenticity. Not could be considered with a particular canon. Okay, so just like a mysterious fucking yeah, book. The, mysterious, the Dead Sea Scrolls are the mysterious, the mysterious writer of the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah. Because it seems to be the person who wrote them, so they don't know who wrote them, but... Alright, cool. Um, to the book of... You want to get the next line up, too? Because I remember yeah. the next one being a little weird. Um, so, I'm not sure what the, the time of... The time of the covenant is close at hand, so clearly we've got some kind of halo crossover going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming the time of the flood will be in yeah, 4.0. probably. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what the fuck the time of the covenant is close at hand. What does that mean? Covenant, covenant. I mean, it's another Bible yeah. reference, so. But I don't know what it would mean in this particular oh, thing. Might not mean anything, to be honest. Nope. Uh, you want to play it again so we can see that, uh, that body? Um, so I'll try to put this image in the link as well, but we're going to take a look at this, uh, the other response. Um, so we're looking at this. It definitely has like the Lilith mask on it. Which is interesting, too. Yeah. But it definitely looks like it's being worked on, so maybe this is meant to be the Mark Six. It does look slim, like it could be, you know, fitted with a, uh, a set of armor. Hard to tell. Also, Karu says, the third one again. Uh, presumably referencing Shinji as the third child. But he says again, the third one again. Uh, obviously further showing that... You know, it seems like Carter's been through this shit, and he's like, Man, yeah, and Shinji's fucking shit up again, yep. or whatever. Or um, almost like he's saying, all right, it's that time again. Right. Like, all right, third one again. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot in this last bit. I feel like... There is a lot in this last bit. Out of everything in 1.11, this is, like, the most important, like... Yeah, definitely. In, in terms of new, like, stuff to consider and think yeah. over. Uh, this is actually a scene I kind of overlooked and forgot about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Me too. Yeah. I don't know. Let us, let us know what you guys think. Um, 
That reminds me, uh, we always had like our email fucked up before. I finally got the email stuff figured out. So if you want to let us know what you think, uh, just ask us any questions you might have for us. Uh, or just tell us that we're real dumb. You can email us at thewetrats at gmail.com. Um, you can also just leave a comment on our YouTube if you want to do that. You can uh, follow us or talk to us on Twitter if you want. Or twitter.com slash thewetrats. Uh, you can uh, swipe right for us on Tinder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, but follow us on any of that stuff. Um, and uh, anything else we want to talk about before we close this one up? Um, no. I was going to make a joke, <laughs> but I couldn't think of one. <laughs> so uh, we'll be back sometime in the next month or so to do the next movie. I think, because I'm probably going to, we're recording this on Saturday. Probably release it sometime next week, so it'll officially come out in September. And I assume sometime in October, we'll be doing 2.0, and then in November, we'll be doing 3. And then, uh, hopefully, 4 will be out by December. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> hopefully, that'll it'll, definitely hopefully it'll just squeeze out. It'll make a surprise. Anna <laughs> uh, will just come on TV and be like, hey, 4 is coming out tomorrow. Yep. Check it out. Um... So yeah, uh, you know, follow us or whatever on those places, and uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever you want to do. It's up to you. No pressure. Yep. Thanks for listening, guys. Mm, bye. <laughs>